Hello, my friends. It's Begonia Bree the Book Fairy here, and I'm so very happy you've invited me to spend story time with you. I love to bring you folk tales, fairy tales, stories, legends, and myths from all over the world. Today's story comes from Brazil, a large and beautiful country in South America. In its traditional form, the folk tale is rather short, so I've added a little more to the adventure to make it a longer bedtime story for you. Today's story is called Domingo's Cat. So go ahead and ask your grown-up for one last drink of water and make sure you have your favorite stuffy or pillow nearby. Snuggle up under your covers so you're nice and safe and comfy. All good? Well then, let's begin. Once upon a time, there lived a young man whose name was Domingo. He was a good man, kind and hardworking, but even hardworking men cannot find work when there is no work to be found. Domingo's town was poor, his neighborhood was poor, and Domingo was poor too. No one needed help with their harvests because the crops had failed. No one needed help milking their cows because the cows were sick and had no milk to give. No one needed help selling beautiful pottery or blankets or handmade jewelry because no one was buying such fancy things when they did not even have the money to buy food to eat. Finally, Domingo decided that unless he wanted to starve or waste away, he was going to have to leave his hometown and try to begin a new life somewhere else. He was nervous to be leaving behind everything he'd ever known, but the hungry knot in his stomach helped make the decision a bit easier. Into a worn-out satchel, he placed all of his belongings, a hand-woven blanket his mother had made for him, a hollowed-out gourd to carry water, a small pile of day-old tortillas, and some dried fruit. Into his pocket, he placed the few copper coins he had to his name. As he packed, he was shadowed by his closest friend, a scrappy ginger tabby cat named Durada. Durara had shown up outside Domingo's hut one rainy night, crying and shivering in the storm. He had little to offer, but Domingo brought the cat inside and gently dried her off. So weak was the little creature that Domingo had to cradle her like a baby to keep her warm, feeding her dribbles of goat's milk and small morsels of cheese. Despite Domingo's fears that the cat would not survive until morning— he was woken up by a joyful purr and a scratchy tongue licking his cheek. Not only had the kitten lived, but she was chatty and playful, pawing at Domingo's long black hair, chewing at the tassels on his poncho, and chirruping loudly for more food. Domingo looked into the cat's big, gleaming, magical green eyes, and he knew that he had just found a friend for life. Now, only a few years later, he and that very friend, little Golden Dorada, were leaving their shabby hut for what they hoped was a better life. The journey to the closest big city would take them a few days, 
and although Domingo's wooden wagon was old, it was sturdy enough to make the trip without falling apart. Domingo worried, though, that his burro, Lento, might not be. The donkey was very old and very frail, but he was also very loyal, so he trudged on, slow but steady, through rain and sun, until at last, at very long last, they arrived at their destination. All Domingo wanted to do was find an inn and fall into a soft, comfortable bed. But, unfortunately, even the least expensive room at the least expensive inn was more than he could afford with his pitiful pocket full of jangling coins. Ah, Dorada, he said to his cat, if we are to sleep in a safe, warm bed tonight, I must part with something. It wasn't long before he came across a young mother who was eager to buy his beautiful blanket. She said it would be perfect to wrap her new baby in so he would not be cold at night. Domingo smiled at the sleeping boy nestled in her arms. He gave her the blanket, and he would not take her money. He walked a bit further and sat down on a large rock. He thought and thought and tried to come up with a way to solve his problems, but he could not. He finally accepted the fact that the only thing of value he had left was his donkey and wagon. Dorada watched sadly as her beloved master was about to part with something that meant so much to him, just so they could sleep in a safe, warm bed again. "'Your animal is worth almost nothing,' said a passerby, "'but your wagon is well made. I will take both if you will part with them.' Domingo agreed. That night he sat thinking, with Dorada purring at his feet. He had traveled for days only to meet another dead end. He was left with only the clothes on his back and his beloved cat. Even the fruit and tortillas were gone by now. With no money, no food, and almost no hope, Domingo realized that perhaps he had been better off if he had just stayed in his poor little village. He now had even less than he did then, and little chance of making his fortune here. Just then, Durara hopped onto the bed and pushed her little face into his. She purred loudly, as if to remind him that he still had her. Yes, Durara, I have you. Eu tero meu gato fiel, announced Domingo as he stroked her smooth, shiny fur. And I would never sell you, not for a, a sack full of gold, not for a chest or a cart full of gold, or for all of the gold in a king's treasury. The cat rumbled a very pleased reply and kneaded Domingo's pillow until it was comfortable enough for her to settle in. Domingo lay his head down next to her warm little body, kissed her nose, and fell asleep. As soon as she was certain Domingo was asleep, Durara rose, stretching her long, slender legs in a marvelous stretch. Now that she was certain of her master's pure soul, it was time for her to get to work. Domingo thought it was just fate that had brought her to his door as a kitten, but no. Dorada was a clever cat, far more clever than the cleverest cat you can imagine. She had watched him from a distance, with all the people in his village, and only he was kind to all, kind to the old, kind to the young, kind to the well and kind to the sick, kind to the poor, and... Well, he would have been kind to the rich, Dorada guessed, if there had been rich people in his town. 
Only Domingo's heart was as golden as her own beautiful fur, and Dorada knew that it was he who would someday benefit from her very special kind of magic. She hopped off the bed, quiet as a ghost, and padded over to the window. With barely a swish of the curtain, she had leapt onto the sill and then slipped out into the night, her brilliant green eyes glowing in the dark. The next day dawned without a hint of rain. The gray clouds from earlier in the week had been rolled back and the sun shone brilliantly. It was the perfect day to find a job, Domingo told himself, and rubbed the sleep out of his eyes. Dorada was already sitting atop the nightstand, dipping her little pink tongue into the pot of cool water there. She was quite thirsty after having a very busy night. You see, Dorada did not slip out of the room to hunt for mice or to prowl the neighborhood. She was a magic creature after all, and often magic creatures can only do their best magic when no one else is watching. Dorada happened to be the offspring of a very unusual animal. Her father was a carbunclo, and although he looked quite a bit like a cat on the outside, he was in truth a guardian spirit of nature. Carbunclo were sent into the world to protect the hidden treasures of the earth, gold, silver, fine metals, and precious gemstones from greedy humans. The same way a dog knows its master's scent, Carbunclo could smell the difference between a worthy person and an unworthy person. The unworthy, the greedy, the selfish, and the cruel did not deserve to enjoy the beauty of the gemstones or the wealth they could bring. So the carbunclo could transform from a small gray cat into a huge beast with glowing pale blue eyes to scare people and keep them away from the riches. As the daughter of a carbunclo and an ordinary cat, Dorada was unable to change her form like he was, but she did know where all the secret treasures of the earth were buried. And so that night, she trotted out into the darkness, her green eyes drinking in the light of the moon and the stars, and she made her way to the hiding place of unimaginable wealth. Once she had found what she was after, she began the long journey to the palace because she was going to visit the king. And that is the end of part one of Domingo's Cat. It's time for bed now. So snuggle up and have sweet dreams. Magic Tree by Jeff Harvey.